Welcome to the 20 Minute Runner Podcast. Well, I'm taking myself anywhere I go. Never left behind by my heart and soul. Never was one to stay one place so long. You and me had a lot of chemistry, but there's too many dreams alive inside of me. So I'd sure like to see you come along Baby, we belong Ooh, I'm a gal on my Good to have you along for this episode of the 20 Minute Runner podcast. Join me as I run and race through the Piedmont region of North Carolina and beyond while practicing the Chi running method. And as always, thanks for sharing some of the road with me. Baby, we belong. Hear the birds. It's a good way to good way to start our program today. Good morning, this is Roland. Uh, it's good to have you along with us today. We're waiting for our watch to sink. Thought I'd give you an opportunity just to hear the birds. Hold on. I don't know if you can hear that. All kinds of birds and they're singing every direction I can imagine. We're waiting for our watch to sink. Welcome to the program. Welcome to episode 109 of the 20 Minute Runner podcast. <clears throat> My name is Roland, and I'm just really glad to have you along with me today for this run. It is, I slept in a few minutes, it's right at 6.30, Saturday, April the 1st, 2017. Um, okay. Saturday, April the 1st, 2017, about 6.30 in the morning. And uh, when I just looked at the thermometer, it is 48 degrees. Clear as a bell. Very rainy yesterday, uh, throughout part of the day anyway. And then it cleared up later in the afternoon. Turned out to be fairly nice by late day. But uh, we're in for... Beautiful day today. Um, I think the high is going to be 72 or 4 and sunshine. And I can tell by looking around that that will be the case. But we've had a lot of rain. It's been a wet spring, which is not a bad thing. Last year, uh, would have been last 
summer. Let's see, let me rethink that. Yeah, would have been the beginning of last summer. Not the best time in the world to plant trees. We're going up the incline near my house to the stop sign and we'll make a left, go down a short cul-de-sac, come back past the street that I'm on, that I live on, and then we head on out further away, closer to the highway, which probably won't get to the highway today, but we're soon gonna be getting that far. Hasty School Road. But anyway, we were in Lexington, North Carolina, which is about between eight and 12 miles, eight and 10 miles maybe. And we went to tractor supply place. This was me, Cindy, her mother. My wife's mother passed away last summer, June the 30th. And uh, she uh, went with us and I believe we went to Cracker Barrel to eat. This would have probably been a little later than it is now, last year, April maybe May and we ended up going to Southern States to no tractor supply to look around and we were wanting some dogwood trees and so we went and looked and found two they're both white they were about one was probably half a foot shorter than me the other one was almost as tall as I am. But they were two different varieties. And I've learned in the past, the worst time to plant a tree, perhaps a bush even, is right at the beginning of hot weather. But that's what we did. We got both those trees, tied them in the trunk of a car, put the lid down they were hanging out the back brought them home got them planted sort of in memory of my mother-in-law now that I think of it but they're both living they've both grown one of them has a crooked place in it but the tree itself is beginning to grow straight from that point which dogwoods are like that and uh, one of them, we've got one close to our bedroom window, went out by the street. And the one closest to the bedroom window, which is the one her mother bought, it's got, we saw five blooms on it yesterday. And the dogwoods here right now are just beginning to open up really good. And so that's pretty neat that that tree's gonna make it. Both of them actually. The other one looks like it may bloom, but it might be a week behind that one. But the dogwoods will bloom for a couple weeks, three weeks, and they're gone. The blooms anyway. Beautiful tree. Dogwood is the state flower of North Carolina. And uh, just real thrilled that, that those are working out the way they are. So, 
spring is in the air actually spring is here and uh, we've got several nice days coming up uh, through this weekend into next week alright let me tell you what we're doing and I do have a topic for today which we'll address in just a little bit the running continues I believe I'm now to my fifth week of the comeback and we are up to running excuse me walking one minute and running four minutes six times so in the course of this 30 minute run that you will follow me on today we will run 24 minutes of that I am using the Garmin but mainly just to refamiliarize myself with it again because I haven't used it in so long more so than to keep up with the distance although I'll tell you all that when we get there but uh, this is the second of four runs where I will walk one and run four when I did it uh, day Saturday I did the same run Let's see, Friday, Thursday. I've run uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday this week. Three runs a week, that's all I ever do. Once in a great while, perhaps four, but usually I'll have a run, day off, run, day off, run, two days off. And eventually I want to add some stationary biking or something like that to it. I have a nice stationary bike that uh, I haven't done a lot with lately. I am climbing a pretty serious incline. This is the last hill. If you go back and look, episode way back, I think it's called Four Hills or something. I described that within the first mile, depending on the route, have several hills. This one is not the steepest, but it's the longest. Whew. But we're getting there. I can tell my fitness is definitely increased. So, once I get to the crest of this hill, it's pretty flat. Other than some gentle inclines, but leaving my house pretty hilly initially so we're in the second segment of six running four minutes so anyway I've been able to do that and we will let's see probably take off Sunday and Monday Tuesday we'll do this one again Thursday we'll do this one again and then next Saturday a week from today where you go from walking one running four uh, I need to pick up at least two more minutes of running so we'll figure out how to how to make that work how are you doing Hope you're doing well. 
um, give an update on me. That's a training update, which is going well. I've been as consistent the last five weeks as I've been the last probably three years. But I uh, hope your training's going well. If you're just getting back into it, just beginning a program, got some information I want to share with you about that in just a little bit. But uh, otherwise with me, I'm doing well. The legs, as weird as it sounds, are a non-issue. Since I began running and I do core work basically every time I run at the end of it. Now, for me, it's not core work like going to the gym, working out with the weights and all that. Right now for me, it is 30, 35 push-ups, excuse me, crunches, 30, 35 butterfly crunches, 30, 35 clamshells, both sides, and 15, 18 push-ups. I'm getting ready to bump that up to all of those numbers. I'd love to get to 50 or 60 crunches and butterflies, clamshells maybe not many more, and I'd love to get up to 25 or 30 push-ups. We got a pooch. He's looking at me at the cul-de-sac here at the house. And he's walking on. The owner's at the door. I just spoke to him. He might be wondering why is this guy talking to himself. But I'm not. I'm talking to you. <laughs> he doesn't realize it. Perhaps. But uh, legs have been a non-issue. I was having an issue with lightheadedness. That has increased dramatically. One thing I've done to help that is to, I don't know if this helped, but I've cut back on my caffeine. I used to, Cindy and I would make a full pot of coffee, 12 cups, and we'll drink a cup at breakfast, and then I will take a big Yeti uh, stainless steel mug, more or less fill it up, take it with me to work, and sip on that thing throughout the entire afternoon, morning rather, and I've stopped doing that. Instead of making 12 cups, making 8 cups, cups, and I might drink half of the cup I have when I sit down to breakfast, and I will take some with me perhaps, but it's half as much. So, let me put it this way, whereas I was drinking probably, uh, I think it's reasonable to say 16 to 18 ounces of brewed coffee every morning, I've cut that back to 9 or 10. I used to drink coffee in the afternoon fairly often. I'll still do that, but not near as much as I once did either. So the lightheadedness, whether that's impacted it or not, I don't know. Might just be the running. 
opening up the uh, vessels in my head. You know what? We got a short segment running here because no wonder I was out of breath. I ran for like seven minutes. <laughs> so I only need to go two before we take another break. I got carried away. Instead of running four, I went seven. Um, six maybe. Six, I believe. But anyway, that's better. Legs are better. Um, no other serious issues at the moment. But health-wise, I feel as good as I felt in, I would really say, a few years probably. Will it continue? I don't know. Hope so. But we'll have to see. Today, I did want to mention I am wearing compression socks. Cindy gave me some Russell brand compression socks. These are sort of a lime green, a light lime green. Some type of, of designs on them. And I've worn compression socks like you buy at a hosiery outlet before. These are not as much compression as those, but these do have compression. And I was just pulling out all my running junk. Maybe you do this or need to do this. And washed it up and pulled these out. Had them since Christmas. Had it been running, so I never opened them. But I really like them. I think I got one more pair to open yet as well. But uh, they seem to do the trick. Okay, we're going to walk about 20, 25 seconds. Turn around. That will be our halfway mark. And we're going to approach 2.9 miles for this entire workout today. But I've got on the compression socks. I've got on Air Pegasus shoes, shorts, my orange uh, starter shirt, which I've had forever. A pair of very light knit gloves. My Chi running hat, which I am practicing my Chi still. My uh, Nathan belt with a recorder, which is actually my telephone now in it with the cord running over my right shoulder through the back of my cap, through the cap, and back out clipped under the bill. Um, and I've also got on my road ID, and then on my left arm, I've got the Garmin, which I think it's 15. It's orange as well. I got a lot of orange on this morning. Burnt orange is my favorite color. And I think that's it. That's how we're dressed. But we are planning to go 30 minutes, and I'm just really glad to have you with me. I did want to share, uh, to me, what is an interesting podcast. For me, I tend to like the podcasts that are helpful, yes, but perhaps like this one. <laughs> I didn't mean to imply this one was not helpful. I hope it is. If it just helps you to pass the time, as Coach Jeff Smith says on his show. But I remember hearing some podcasts, and you know how it is. Some of them you think, wow, 
I really, really like that one. Others, maybe not so much. Well, I stumbled across one recently, and it is a man from Sweden, has a good Swedish accent, love to hear him talk, and I think last episode was 71. I have listened to a couple, and I am subscribing to it, but uh, he, he's kind of like me. He may have a topic, but not heavy on it. It's more like, well, I hope this show for you is, I just got a friendly voice in my ear who can identify with the running and, and what I'm doing in my running life. And sometimes can identify with just life in general. This show is about running 95% of the time, but it's also a show about life that we happen to do while we're running, while we are running. It's kind of the way his show is, but the name of it, don't quote me, but I'll have links at the show notes. It's uh, Running the Narrow Path. It's not a Christian show. That's not what that means. He runs trails a lot. And uh, that's pretty much what he's talking about by that title, I think. But I'm going to play his intro in just a couple of minutes of where he was talking this past episode about um, wanting to get a backpack and his rationale for that. And just to give you a flavor for it, but I have subscribed to it and uh, in my podcatcher, and I would encourage you to check it out. Again, the name, I believe, is the Running the Narrow Way, Running the Narrow Road, something like that. And uh, I believe the website is at Blogspot. You could find it. So let me play that, and then after that, we're going to throw on some music, courtesy of Free Music Archive. Org. And so, I hope you enjoy two or three minutes of his podcast, and then the music, and then we'll be back. I have a topic of the day that I want to share with you, and we'll proceed to wind this episode up. But thanks for listening. You are listening to episode 109 of the 20 Minute Runner podcast. This is the Running the Narrow Path podcast, episode number 71, Race Dreams. Yeah, Ed, is there anyone listening that has any thoughts about the comparison of a road marathon and trail marathon. I'd be really interested in hearing your thoughts about it. And the other thing that I wanted to ask is uh, if anyone has any experience of running with a backpack. I hope to be running home from work every now and then. <laughs> a bit later though, when I get in, a <laughs> when, I get, when I get back into the longer distance 
shape. <laughs> uh, but then I'll be running home from work every now and then, I hope, and have done that a couple of times without a backpack, but sometimes it's nice to be able to carry a few things, even though I usually plan uh, plan my run so that I can leave stuff at work and don't need to bring anything home. But uh, sometimes I don't, I don't intend to run with a laptop or anything, but a jacket, uh, some clothes perhaps. Uh, yeah, running home from work will be the shortest way, the straightest way, would be probably, probably around the half marathon
All right, welcome back. You know, the audience that I have for this show or have had in the past, and we're definitely trying to build our audience again, and we're picking up more listeners again. I think part of it is gun-shy, which I understand. It's like two times before, maybe three, Roland has come out with a couple of episodes and then he sort of fizzles away. That's God being my helper. That's not going to happen this time. I am enjoying this and really feel like that something has changed in my life. I believe part of it has to do with the uh, issues of health that I've mentioned. Leg issues they can't find any answer to. The running probably wouldn't hurt, may help. I mean, I could have a flare up again tomorrow with severely aching legs, but I've run through that and the legs have not been an issue. But whether it's that or other things, which we talked about in the past, seems like I've tried to get started running again podcasting again and it hasn't worked well something's different this time with me I think at my age 53 even though I feel like I'm in relative good health you never know God forbid if I develop cancer or some terrible disease uh, running won't keep that from happening per se but it can make me a stronger person physically and mentally and in some respects even spiritually to handle that and so for me the running has become less about speed and uh, times and things like that and it's become more about being strong my health protecting my health if I can and again hear me out Running is not a panacea, but certainly it makes the rest of the time of life, I think, for me, probably for you, more enjoyable. That's why I run. Do I want to race again? Yeah. I'd love to. Marathon in the works? I don't know. Half marathon? Yes. When? I don't know. Right now, I'm just really taking my time getting back a solid base of where I need to be to build upon and I'll go ahead and tell you when I hit 30 minutes without walking I'll probably hold that for three weeks I figure what does it matter if I take more time then I might have to you know I could just keep moving on but I'm gonna sit back and really get that under me and uh, take my time and build up it may take me three more months to get to an hour I don't think so but it'll probably take me a couple of months maybe six weeks (laughs) anyway you get the idea so what I want to talk to you about today is related to that not the philosophy of it although that's a part of it but some things I've learned uh, I didn't get these off the internet or out of a book 
not directly, but the thoughts are based on reading maybe I've done and have long since forgotten, and just the running experience itself. But I have an acronym that would better be F-E-C-T, but since FECT is so strange and hard to remember, I looked up E, the word for that category, that uh, letter, and uh, man, I have run over my time again. No, we're good. Um, and I looked it up and I got the synonym. So, beginning a running program, climbing a hill, wanting to begin a running program, what are some basic and basic is just what it means, guidelines. Number one, fact to me, the F would stand for frequency. The F is for frequency. Uh, now, some people can run every day. Some people can run six days a week. When I was younger, I ran five days a week. Younger, I mean, when I was in my mid to late teens. Uh, I had no real issues. I think the worst thing I had, a little bit of plantar fasciitis back then. But that was the extent of it. But it's frequency. For me, as I've gotten older, as I said a moment ago, it's all about the running. Being able, hopefully, to continue to run. And so the frequency for me is three days a week. Now, for you, it might be four days a week. It may be five days a week. But I think that the uh, running needs to be at least three days a week. Less than that, you're going to get benefit from it, but you're not going to develop a strong enough base. And you may ask, well, is three days a week really enough? If you're doing serious training, maybe you're more of an elite athlete than I am, then maybe it's not. But if you're wanting to be a maybe recreational racer, uh, run some fairly decent times. I've run half marathons, a marathon, everything in between on three days a week and to be quite frank, been very happy with the results. My beagle buddy behind me is barking, but he's staying put. I mean, I, I've ran all those and I incorporated speed work, tempo work, long run into the three-day weeks. And uh, it's gone well. So, frequency. Minimum of three. Stick with that if you want to. I think it cuts down on injuries. Gives your body two full days of non-running to recover. Now, eventually I'd like to incorporate the bike, as I mentioned. But as I said a moment ago, I'm giving myself lots of time. And I'm not going to push it. So, we are going to eventually incorporate that. But frequency. The A stands for action or ability. Originally I put effort, but it's easier to remember A, action or ability. That has to do with how hard you go out. Now, I began this time running. I'd been doing a lot of walking at work 
I'm a chaplain at a retirement community. We have all levels of care and apartments. My office, skilled care, assisted living are all in different buildings. And I have to get out and walk from building to building. So I was building a base from August, first of August basically, when I began that position through the, let's see, end of February when I started running again. So if you're listening to this, you're probably already exercising. But again, uh, ability, action, that has to do with the effort or intensity of the running. I wouldn't overdo it. I would not overdo it. I would take my time. It took you a long time to get out of shape. It's going to take you a long time to get back in shape. So give yourself that time. But that is second letter. Frequency, action or ability, which is effort. C doesn't fit in immediately, but it does fit in. And C is for core. Now, I try to practice the chi running method. Go back and search past episodes for that. There was one section where I spent like four episodes back in the, I want to say, I'm not even going to say, 70s or early 80s, might have been earlier than that, where I go through the mechanics of it. But for me, it's all about the core. You need a strong core for chi running. However, I also believe that strong core is probably necessary for any form of running because it helps to stabilize your hips and uh, helps your foot strike. For instance, for me, I have a left knee problem. It bothered me ever so slightly last week some this week uh, last run just a little bit but of the last six runs two of them hardly noticeable the rest of them like today absolutely non-existent I'm convinced that's because every time I run used to I would wait later in the day or I'd say I'm going to do those exercises I mentioned them earlier crunches butterfly crunches clamshells push-ups I'm gonna do those later in the day no, now as much as possible, after I do my stretching, I go ahead and do that. Now I know some things you read will say you shouldn't do core work on the exercise or running days. For me at this point, I don't think it's an issue. And I think it has more to do with what your body can absorb and uh, adapt to than anything else. And so... Uh, we're finished by the way I'm just cooling off as I'm finishing uh, my little mini uh, pep talk or whatever you call it here but I do the core work for you it might involve weights it may involve just body weight workout like I'm describing I'm just I, I like the idea that I don't have to have anything near me uh, equipment things of that nature I can just do the push-ups etc but core work is critical I think a lot of runners, whether you practice 
flat foot landing, chi running, whatever, or not. Which I think is, if you land on your heels, that's not good in my book, period. But even if you do, the core work will help stabilize your hip and uh, those muscles in there. And if you run flat-footed like I do, that absorbs much of the shock anyway, dissipates it. And the core work helps to stabilize as I tilt my pelvis and chi running. Helps to stabilize the pelvis, the strength, you got to have it, which in turn stabilizes the knee, which in turn, voila, voila, no knee pain. That's the idea. Hip bones connect to the knee bone. You get the idea. So core work. Now, does that include uh, arm work? If you want it to, uh, I do some push-ups, as I said, but mainly the core. And Danny Dreyer says you really don't need any leg strength for chi running. Well, I know when I begin riding the bike some, that's going to strengthen my legs. I don't think that's a bad thing, but I get his point. It's about the core. So, frequency, ability, um, or action, core, and the third one is time. And I have two elements I want to mention about time in closing. First has to do with the time you take uh, for the workout, time you spend running. I remember my friend Bert, whenever he began running, and we did this in a past episode, I think it was in the 90s, episode 90s, where he and I run, and first time he'd ever run, and we ran, I don't know, four or five miles, and he just had to see how far he could go to begin with, and in that episode we joked, and I told him that you don't want to do that, but that's the way, that's the way Bert is, and uh, you just want to get out and take your time. Um, let's just say you pick 30 minutes you want to make sure that you're not running but just a very few minutes of that to begin with for me it was running one minute walking four <clears throat> five minute segment I did that six times the next week running two walking three six times the next time I changed it was running uh, walking one running four which is what we're in now so eight that means this is the 10th i believe or 11th run that i've had since i started back because for me what i'll do is let's say you start with that first uh the time you're only going to be running for you know six minutes out of 30 to begin with and believe you me if you can do that when you begin you're going to be okay if you give your body time to adapt but i will do that for four runs so that means i'll do it a whole week and then tack a run on and then I'll up it. So instead of changing every week, upping it, I am upping the ratio every four runs, which is more than a week. Do you get my point there? That means, let's see, one, two, three, basically every three weeks, for me, if I did it one day, uh, if I did it for one week and moved on, in three weeks I'd be at point, point B. Well, for me, it will take longer than that to reach point B. Why? Because I want to give myself plenty of time. Four runs, exactly the same, and then begin to up the ratio. Four more runs with that, exactly the same, then begin to up the runs with the ratio. And so, that's what I uh, am talking about. So, F is for frequency. Minimum three days a week. Uh, you can do more if your body can take it. This is if you're beginning, or beginning again, as I've been. A, ability or action, 
has to do with uh, the uh, effort you put into it. Um, and again, related to effort, you want to run where you can at a conversational pace. That's important. C is core work, which to me is very necessary, helpful definitely. And T has to do with time. Uh, the time that you're exercising and the time you're giving yourself to get back into it. So, that is a fact. And uh, I think I'll leave it right there. Alright, I'm about cooled off now. I need to go get Mickey. We're going to walk back to the house. The sun is up. It's just beginning to peek up a little bit over the edge of the tree line, but uh, the sky is really clear with just some very low clouds, very low down towards the ground in the north. But 95% uh, of what I can see is crystal clear. going to be a beautiful day. Carolina plays Oregon tonight for a chance to go back to the national championship game. Lord willing, I'll be watching that. Go Heels. Um, but the sky looks Carolina blue to me. Alright, how can you contact me if you will go to my homepage, the20minuterunner.podbean.com. On the right-hand side of the page, you can find uh, information uh, where you can connect with me on Twitter. You can connect with me on Facebook. You can connect with me on Daily Mile, which I would love for you to connect with me, particularly on Daily Mile. Perhaps Facebook. I've had a lot of Facebook uh, followers uh, since we last recorded. I don't know why. Excuse me. Uh, Twitter followers. I don't know why, but a lot of people have uh, picked up on Twitter for some reason. But Facebook, Twitter, The Daily Mile, which is a basically a social website for runners, bikers, whatever, exercisers, where you can keep up with your stuff online. Very intuitive, very easy to use, very helpful. Um, you can have friends on there and encourage one another, that type of thing. I love it. It's not as complicated as Facebook, but it's pretty straightforward. And if you go to Daily Mile and look for either Roland Cavanaugh or The 20-Minute Runner, you'll find me. I'd love for you to be my friend. We've got a new logo across all of that, uh, all of the different uh, things associated with the podcast, etc. Anyway, you can go on my homepage, the20minuterunner.podbean.com, Facebook, Twitter, The Daily Mile. Um, also have a YouTube page. There's only one uh, video up there. I just started that. But check out the YouTube page. There's the link at the Podbean page, the homepage, um, as I said. Uh, follow up there. Sign up. Subscribe to the podcast, if you would, through iTunes or Podcatcher, whatever one you use. Uh, there is a Podbean app for podcatchers, their podcatcher rather, at my homepage. If you want to use the Podbean app, they basically host my show. I pay so much a year for them to do that. But uh, it's a good podcatcher if you want to use it. But there's a link there as well. There are in the show notes and at the homepage links to all the music, the videos, everything we put into this program. The main page is the20minuterunner.podbean.com. And uh, I want to thank Jake uh, Barefoot McCoy for the use of his uh, music. Uh, we find it over at least the first album of his. He's now got other albums that aren't there, but you can purchase those, which I would encourage you to take a look at. Uh, barefootmccoy.com, and I've got links for all this there as well. 
but You'll Come Too, that is the name of our theme song. I use it in this audio podcast as well as the YouTube videos, which we'll be posting more YouTube videos in the weeks to come. I got to thinking I might do one a month. It might be three or four, five, six a year. I don't know. But we'll be doing more of those. And uh, But if you subscribe to the YouTube page, the channel, The 20 Minute Runner, it's not just a page, it is a full-fledged channel, The 20 Minute Runner. I also post the audio of this show there, as well as at the Podbean page. So if you happen to be on YouTube and you want to see if the load's out, for some reason it didn't appear in your podcatcher, you can check it there as well. That pod, uh, YouTube channel will have videos that I do, short videos. One is already there. It explains what we're going to be doing. You might want to look at that if you would. And the other thing that will be at the YouTube page is the audio version of this podcast where you click on it, static page, and it plays the audio. But uh, I would encourage you to check it out. And finally, in closing, I just want to say thank you for being here. I want to hear from you. Uh, if you could go to my homepage as well, another link there I'll mention is on the top right-hand side. If it's your own, if you're on the uh, your your uh, mobile device, it might be down further toward the bottom of the page. You'll have to look for it a little bit. But there's a link to leave me a recording. I would love for you to introduce yourself. You have 90 seconds. You can check that before you send it. I'll get it in my email. And if you'll do that, whatever correspondence, you can email me from that page. You can leave me a voicemail from that page. You can connect Facebook on that page. You can connect with Twitter on that page. You can connect with my um, The Daily Mile on that page. And you can also connect with the YouTube channel of The 20 Minute Runner at that page, the20minuterunner.podbean.com. However you connect with me, I will include that in an upcoming episode. But I've heard a lot from people on Twitter especially of late, and I want to hear from you. So, Lord willing, I'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, Right now, I'm thinking, I have to think through it, but by then we should be, of the 30-minute run, uh, we should be running 28 minutes of that, uh, I would think. And we'll soon be 30 minutes solid, and we're going to move on from there. But you have a great day. Have a great week. Um, Happy April Fool's Day. Uh, but you've been with me, the 20-minute runner, episode 109, no fooling. <laughs> I'm just glad that you're here with me. Let me hear from you. All right, the20minuterunner.podbean.com. You be careful out there. It's good to have you along with me. Share the link, if you would, with all of your running friends. I would appreciate you forwarding that in an email, posting it on Facebook, however you want to do it. Please post the link to this show and let people know that you listen to the 20-Minute Runner podcast. My name is Roland, and as always, thanks for sharing some of the road with me. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Baby, you come This is what I heard this morning, up early, before the sun was even really up, as I was out, outside.
They're welcoming spring.